Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our Seventh Heaven podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be talking about Season 8, Episode 8 of Seventh Heaven, the title of which is Baggage, or apparently it was formerly known as Out of the Past. Our IMDb user synopsis is, Lucy signs up for the husband and wife softball team at the police department. Cecilia starts dating someone new. What was your first impression of this episode? Um... I know I said this about a different episode in season eight, but I feel like this might be the episode where we're seeing the like new dynamics of the show um, and what season eight might be about like moving forward. Um, Because obviously they're definitely running with this Paris and Chandler romance. And now Martin is feel like officially into the fold of this, like the Camdens and the Camden adjacents because of what happens in this episode. Um, it feels weird because although we're a good, like, I feel like a fourth into season eight, uh, we're starting, I feel like we're starting the season again. I feel like from now until probably what, like the last episode or maybe the episode before that, um, it felt like it was its own mini season with like the Simon arc and the goodbye to Simon arc. But I feel like this is like, starting a new and we're starting a new show i don't know yeah maybe it was just because there was new opening credits so i was just like okay <laughs> yeah i don't really understand what you're saying <laughs> i just i feel like the arc of like simon from the beginning of the season to simon leaving was its own kind of thing and now that simon's left i feel like now the show's starting anew that's what i'm saying okay all right i see that so, let's get into the cold open. So, Paris and Chandler um, are on a date, but that's not apparently a real date, even though they've been going on dates for a week now. Um, and Chandler's like, no, I want to call you and and ask you out and get dressed up and go out to a dinner and movie, even though they've been to dinner and a movie. Many times. So, that's a thing. Um, Lucy finds a crumpled up piece of paper in the trash. Wait, hold on. Why is she going through the trash? <laughs> because she misses, she tries to throw some paper that oh, she oh, yeah, yeah. wanted to get in there and she misses and then she goes and gets super close to the trash can to throw it out so that she pulls this other piece of paper out. Oh, okay. That which, makes sense. I mean, not really. Not but. really. And this piece of paper advertises the Glen Oak PD, um, husband and wife softball league. So Lucy's like, I gotta play. <laughs> um, Cecilia is coming to dinner, like she's always coming to dinner, and Ruthie is not happy about this. Because Annie likes Cecilia more than she likes Ruthie. Um, you know what? Maybe so do I. No, I don't have an opinion. <laughs> um, and we find out that, okay, so this, like, the episode, a couple episodes back about, like, everybody having their project, that's still on, like, everybody's brain which I feel like new for 7th Heaven. Things don't last for more than an episode usually. But Peter's project is that he want, he and he and wants to take his dog, which doesn't have a name. Um, Let's call it Bud. Okay, his dog Bud, to um, the rehab portion of the hospital to help... Um, Recovering addicts. Yeah. Uh, and apparently he's been like not allowed to do that because he's too young, but he's kind of pushing for the Rev to make it happen because apparently the Rev can do anything, which is what we've learned yes. on this show. 
So let's get started. Oh, also BT Dubs. There is a newer credits like uh, sequence. Yeah, new footage of various different characters, which, which is newer than even the last eight episodes where yeah. with season eight. So let's start with Chandler and his business. So um, Chandler is now like he's been dating. Well, first Paris is like okay. You know, you can ask me on a proper date. So we next see them, and I think it's the, supposed to be the day on which they're going out on their date. Yes. And it's also the day that um, Chandler has volunteered to take Ruthie and Peter and Bud. And Happy. To, to, and Happy to the rehab, like, place um, so that they can bring the dogs to cheer up the recovering addicts. Yes. Um, when... They're le- right before they're about to leave, Paris is like, oh, and tonight Peter is staying over at the Camdens, so you can come over here after our date tonight. And she immediately is like, oh, no, what have I done? I just, like, basically said that I'd sleep with him tonight. Um, and she becomes fixated on this for some reason. Yeah, she thinks she's ruined things. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the hospital, uh, Chandler sees Roxanne. And so he's like, hey, what's up? What are you doing here? And she's doing police business. But she looks pretty wrecked, I guess. He's like, are you okay? She's like, I just broke up with my boyfriend. Her, her <laughs> boyfriend, her mystery boyfriend, who I guess we can deduce is the Paul, Paul the at-risk youth counselor or whatever. Um, it's really awkward with, with, between them because she asks him to go out to dinner with her just as friends. And he's like, no, actually, I'm going on a date. I've been dating this woman for about a week now, so... Sorry, I can't do that. And obviously, it's like, you know, your normal awkward situation where exes run into each other and do the thing that exes do. Uh, For some reason, this meeting and, like, the fact that she just broke up with Paul kind of kickstarts something in Roxanne because she later shows up to the church. With a letter. Yeah, okay. I have a lot of opinions (laughs) about... Well, I have one opinion about this. It is a dirty letter. (laughs) Like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's not literate. Wait, maybe. It's it could a be a dirty letter. It could but be. it's physically, its appearance is very dirty. It's just like, it looks like she was like eating, yeah. eating while she was writing it. There's just a bunch she, of stains on it. Anyway, so this letter is for Chandler, um, where she basically says that she's still in love with him. Uh, you should have, well, I mean, you're not, obviously, but you all should have seen Aaron and my reaction to this. We The most ultimate eye roll, because it's like, are they really trying to do this fucking Roxanne and Chandler thing over again? Um, and, like, on the other side, we have Paris going to Annie's, Annie's house to talk to Annie about the fact that she accidentally invited him over to stay, and it's, like, giving Chandler the wrong impression. I don't know. You know, they can't talk about sex on this show. Yeah. Uh, this kind of all comes to the to a head when... Chandler calls Paris to cancel their date, um, which he does so that he can go out and see Roxanne. Paris is just like, she doesn't... She doesn't know why he's canceling it, but she does get angry. Oh, she's like, oh, it's because I said that thing about Peter staying over at the Camden's house. You you think it... You thought it was like... I was suggesting something, and I don't know. I wasn't, so um, she's like, screw you. Anyway, so he goes out with Roxanne. They go to the promenade um, where Roxanne is like, I'm still in love with you. Um, 
Like, we have to get back together. Like, the only way I'm going to get over you is if I marry you or something like that. She's like, I have to marry you. She kisses him also. And obviously, as is every, like, as is predictable television, which is the only thing Seventh Heaven does, Paris sees this. She sees him out on a date with Roxanne and sees Roxanne kissing him. Um, And she's obviously hurt. The reason she's at the promenade is because she's picking up pizza because now she's all alone for the night. So she doesn't have any plans. That's valid. Yeah. (laughs) Um... So the end of the storyline happens the next day when Chandler shows up in the same clothes he was wearing last night. Dun, dun, dun. And Paris, you know, rightfully so, is pretty pissed off. And she's like, you clearly spent the night with Roxanne. You lied to me about why you wanted to cancel, etc., etc." And Chandler's like, woman, will you let me explain? And he does. <laughs> And it's basically... And they live together forever, happily, ever after. That's basically it. He he says, like, Roxanne mistakenly thought she was still in love with me, but we figured it out. All I want to know is, why did it take an entire night for them to figure it out? Is it because they had relations (laughs) and realized it was not good? No, I don't think so. That's not what it was. That would never happen on 7th Heaven. Anyway, they're fine. Chandler and Paris are fine. Full steam ahead on Team Chandler Paris. I really... Don't care about them. I can't wait for them to be off the show. Like, I don't care about Roxanne. I don't care about Chandler. I do actually like Paris. I think, I don't know, there's something charming about the actress, maybe. Um, Yeah, she's generally likable. Yeah, but I don't want her with him. Right, because, like, Chandler and Roxy can go, like... Just, I don't know, kick rocks. Right, like, like what, just let them ride off into the sunset. Yeah. Like, we don't need we them. We don't need them around anymore. No, we don't. Like, Paris is a great substitute for Roxanne. Um. Anyway, so that's that. Yeah. And so moving on to Cecilia and her weird relationship with the Camerons um, and how she's, like, Simon is no longer there, but she's still constantly over at their house eating dinner and stuff and taking care of the boys. Um, we learn that Cecilia has, like, been missing some Camden family dinners, and Annie is very, very upset about this. So, um, Cecilia, like, we see her on the phone, and we can tell she's making excuses. She's like, oh, I had to work last night, and I already had plans with friends tonight, so I can't come over. And we kind of have this conversation between Annie and the Rev, where Annie's like, do you think Cecilia is spending too much time with us? And the Rev is like, yeah. And she's like, oh. Well, I like it, so. Yeah. Um, it's clear, it's, I mean, we think it's weird. <laughs> um, so for the, for the, for the, for actual characters in 7th Heaven to realize they're being weird, it's clearly something. Yeah. Um, so something's obviously up, and um, this connects to, a little bit to, like, Lucy's storyline, which we'll get to in a bit. But basically... Uh, the reason that she's avoiding the Camdens now is because she has a new boyfriend. Friend is it's Martin. Yeah, it's Martin. Um, there's some miscommunication because people still think, or people Lucy still thinks that Cecilia and Simon are dating. Which Simon put a pretty clear end to that in like the first episode of season eight. So. Um, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like they got back together in the meanwhile. Like, they stayed apart the entire time. Yeah. Um, so there is a scene between Martin and Cecilia where Martin's like, why didn't you tell me that you were dating Simon? Um, and this is a complete rewriting of history. I just want everybody to know. Because if you recall, Martin 
that day that he spent <laughs> fixing everything in the Camden's lives, that's initially when he met Cecilia. And so he knew that Cecilia knew the Camdens and, like, had some sort of relationship with Simon. Like, yeah. he witnessed all that happen. So why is he now being like, you didn't tell me you dated Simon? I don't. I don't know. Why are they doing that? Because they also met at school. I don't know. Um, so Martin basically goes, look, you got to tell the Camdens that you're dating me. Otherwise. It's over. Um, and Aaron brought up a really good point. Like, why do the Camdens need to know? <laughs> right. Like, their son, it's not even like she's cheating on him or anything. The Camdens don't belong in this conversation. No, not at all. Um, and it's like, it's really weird because it's something that's brought up earlier in the episode when Annie's very hurt that, um, Cecilia didn't even call to cancel dinner. And it's like, and the Rev's like, she's not one of our kids. She doesn't need to call us all the time. So, um, so kind of just to cut to the chase of this, like Martin, Cecilia, Annie and Ruthie storyline. So basically Ruthie is feeling like, oh, Annie likes Cecilia more than she likes me. And Martin, Martin yep. is like, oh, oh no, no, no. Annie is like, oh, well now that Cecilia is dating someone new, it really feels like Simon is gone. And this has really brought up all these feelings that I didn't feel before when Simon left. Actually left, which is such a fucking strange thing. Like, you're his mother. How did you not feel he was gone when he wasn't there every day? Um, And Cecilia, having overheard the fact that Annie's upset that Simon's really gone, breaks up with Martin. So Martin thinking, oh, I know what to do. I've just been broken up with. Let me go talk to Annie Camden. (laughs) And Annie has, like, a little counseling session with Ruthie, Martin, and Cecilia, in which she's just like, Cecilia and Martin, I give you permission to date each other, and Ruthie, you're my daughter, and don't feel replaced by Cecilia. And then she's like, okay, is everybody done speaking? All right, the conversation's over, and nobody else has spoken except for Annie. Right, so she fixes things for everyone, so that's where we're at now. Um, Erin also brought up a really good point when we were watching, when she was like, they really brought this out of nowhere, this Ruthie being upset about Cecilia. Because, like, they could have, like, placed this a little bit throughout the episodes before this. But this was just in this episode. And also, I feel, like, pretty out of character for Ruthie. Yeah. Like, Ruthie's usually, you know, in tune with the fact that, oh, it's because my mom needs some sort of connection to Simon, not, you know? But I guess maybe they're making Ruthie human. I guess. Mm. Don't I know if I agree. she's human. I guess. Um, so, Lucy and Kevin and Softball. Oh, this is so stupid. So anyway, Lucy confronts Kevin about the thing, she, the note she found in the trash. And Kevin is like, well, I've got to go to the game because I'm the coach, but, like, you stink. You shouldn't play. And Lucy is like, but I have to play. So she asks Martin to help her, and they go to the batting cages, and she's terrible. Then she shows up to the game, and for some reason, Kevin, in all of his infinite wisdom, decides to put his wife, who he knows stinks at softball, he puts her at first base, where she will not be involved in every single play, except she will. Uh, he, we see in the game that like she, he moves her around a lot. Like She ends up at third base at some point, and she's in the outfield, and eventually she gets benched. I would just like to mention also... Um, Martin being the one to help her with baseball is like a 
direct tribute to the fact that um, Tyler Hecklin is a baseball human. Like, he played baseball. Yeah, well, if people watch the show, they know that because he goes on and it becomes a part of Martin's character. No, I'm just saying, like, that's, like, it, like they put that into the storyline yeah. because Tyler Hecklin was talented. Um, and also, like, to, yeah, so he she sucks at baseball. And she sucks so bad that he benches her, even though she should have she should not have been there in the first place. Uh, so obviously Lucy's upset. Um, and she's humiliated by the fact that he didn't let her finish playing. But also about the fact that... She always got, like, picked last in gym class is essentially her big plot point here. Um, yeah, so it's supposed to be, like, husband and wife baseball, but none of the wives really play, and the women that are playing are, like, actual softball players. Ringers. And not, like, act in any way related to the PD, the police department or the husbands. Um, it You actually only see women on the field on the fire department side, not on the police department side. You see them on the bench on the police department side. Oh, okay. Um, it's, I mean, like, look... Lucy's right <laughs> about it, the fact that, like, they're cheating and that it should be about, like, especially because it's, like, just, you know, like, fun time softball. It's not a professional sport. It should be about playing. And, like, anybody that wants to play should be able to play. And it's not about winning. So Kevin kind of is like, you're right. I've invited all the wives to come play now. And screw the guys who wanted to quit because of that. And... Yeah. Yay, Lucy's going to have a long career with the Glen Oak Police Department softball team. And she thinks that the World Series is the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, so our main storyline is kind of a dud. It's uh, this Peter's new project thing. Um, so it's really nice to see the recovering addicts playing around, playing with the dogs and there's one particular addict, um, he's a recovering alcoholic, Nick, who kind of becomes friendly with Peter, and we find out that he's been sober for 30 days? Yeah, not that long. And that he's leaving the rehab facility the following day, and he's given Peter a letter to take to someone. So Peter takes the letter to that someone, and that someone is Alfred, and Alfred turns out to be Nick's son. And obviously we have you know, the history of the alcoholic father who abandoned the family. And Peter kind of feels used. And so we have an entire scene with... Uh, the recovering alcoholic Nick and Peter. Um, having a heart-to-heart. Yeah, and about how, like, Peter's like, well, my father was an alcoholic, so, like, I know where your son is coming from as well, and he needs to hear it from you, blah, blah, blah. And so... The Rev, Peter, and Nick team up to meet up with Alfred, and that's basically where the episode ends. It kind of sucks because Peter's become a character that I feel like is pretty... I don't know, I like him in the Camden dynamic. He's like he's a very likable character. There's nothing really... Right. Like He's wrong. not like Dick. Yeah, he's not, obviously. And he's, you know, and he's not like Kevin. And I don't know, I, he's a nice addition to the family, I think. But, and it would have been nice to hear more about this, like... His his history with his father and the alcoholic father thing, um, like, 
throughout his history on the show, but instead we have this in, like, the singular episode. Especially because we've had instances of him talking about his father, but he's never mentioned... He's like, oh, he's a deadbeat, but nothing about him being, like, an alcoholic. So, I don't know. I feel like this is just poor, like, organization skills on, the fa- on like, Seventh Heaven creators of not, like, having character points in the beginning when they, like... Yeah. Write these characters. Yeah. Right. It's like, it all just comes through this like big exposition where somebody just speaks for like 20 minutes and is like, and that's all you need to know about character X. And that character, and it's always, you know, in order to help this like kind of like other storyline having to do with some, some other person. And it takes away from what could be really beneficial to that character. So yeah. Um, this was one of those storylines that really like, I don't know if I, if, if there was a bed nearby, I would have been put to sleep. Actually, I don't need a bed to fall asleep. I would have just been put to sleep. It was not something I really, like, got anything out of. I don't know. There was nothing, like, compelling about it at all. I didn't care about any of the characters. I mostly felt like Peter was, like, you know, he didn't really belong there. Yeah. This was, like, a rev thing to do. Yes, it was. So what would you rate this episode? But I think they wanted to tie Peter in because they're like, this is part of his backstory with his father, so... His backstory we'll get, that we never talked about before. Well, his spoiler alert: we do eventually meet Peter's father. Oh, so I think they're just setting that up. Ooh, okay, okay, that's interesting. Um, All right, but I'm rating this a two. I mean, it was marginally better than the last episode. Um, Still not wowing me. I definitely say this was worse than the last episode, so I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this a two as well. Even though watching Lucy play baseball was a little amusing. A little bit. A little bit. So you can catch us on every Wednesday and Saturday with new episodes on Stitcher, SoundCloud.com slash CamdenCast, and on the Apple iTunes podcast app. We are also all over the social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at CamdenCastShow, and we are on Facebook.com slash CamdenCast. We love to hear from our listeners about things you like, things you dislike, or anything at all, uh, so you can email us CamdenCast at gmail.com. I'm Tanvi. I'm Erin. This is CamdenCast. <laughs>